Hey there everyone, thanks again for tuning into Sid's Workshop. Hope you're all having a wonderful day. Today we're going to be talking about A River Enchanted by Rebecca Ross. This is her debut adult fantasy, stepping out of her usual young adult fantasy. And I have to say, I really did enjoy this story. It is an enemies to lovers romance, but it is a lot also full of a lot of fantasy. And I do like that the romance doesn't take over the story. See, that's that's one of the things with romance that I don't like. You know, I'm not so much interested in the romance, so I don't really like when it takes over the story. What I do like when it comes to romance is those character dynamics. You know, I really do love when the authors spend a lot of time building up the character dynamics and the relationship between the characters, and that's what Ross does with Adira and Jack. She really does focus in on who these people are as individuals and their place in their society before really focusing on the romance of who these characters are. And even then, you know, another one of the things that I have issues with romance, and one of the reasons why I don't like it is characters tend to lose themselves um, when romance becomes the center of the story. They lose their individuality, and I see a lot of times a lot of codependency. I, and this is probably one of the reasons why I love Laura Olympus so much, I hate when characters lose their um, personality for the sake of the romance. I love when they go from being two separate individuals to one individual. Um, <laughs> and that's why I liked this story so much, and why I do like the enemies to lovers trope that was in the story. Because you have Adara, who often refers to Jack as her old menace. Now, there's a lot of, for me, it wasn't quite clear why they didn't like each other as children. But then again, children rarely like other children sometimes. You know, you have those good friendships and then you have those kind of like, oh, I don't really like you kind of friendships. Um, Or just you're in the same circle, so you have to be friends, but you're not really friends kind of thing. (laughs) I hope I'm making sense. So I didn't really need a whole lot of explanation. Um, I would have liked more explanation, but it wasn't necessary to the story, which is why I don't really want to linger on it. What I do want to linger on is the fact that she contacted him because she wanted his help. He is a bard. He plays the harp. And on the island of Cadence, magic comes with the price. Um, There are two warring clans and each clan was cursed in a different way. One clan, they have good harvest. um, They have They don't starve during the winter. However, whenever they perform magic, it comes at a cost to them. The rival clan, they have no harvest. In order for them to survive harsh winters, you know, their farmland is pretty crappy. So in order for them to survive, they have to raid Jack's clan all the time. However, they can do magic without cost. So they can make weapons, they can sing, they can perform whatever magics they need to perform without a cost to their physical and mental health. So it kind of balances out a lot, really. Uh, And that's one of the things I liked. There's a lot of history as well. And 
a lot of rivalries, I should say. And now all of a sudden, girls are going missing, right? And that's why Adara calls Jack back, because she needs a bard. He's the only bard privy to the island. She needs a bard to sing pieces of music to the elemental fae. You have the water fae, the fire fae, the earth fae, and then you have the all-powerful wind fae. And you get to see the water, earth, and air fae. And you get to see Jack. He's playing these this music, and you get lost in the music with him. Even though you're not hearing it, you're getting lost in how the way Jack feels about the music and how it's affecting him and the cost to his health that the music is taking on him, the toll for him to perform this very dangerous and powerful magic to call forth Faye and have Adara ask questions about, hey, where are the missing children? Did you take the missing children? There's a mystery here that needs to be solved. And you're not losing those character dynamics and that character development when you're focusing in on a mystery. As much as this is a mystery, it really is of enemies to lovers' romance because you're getting to know who these characters are. And that's why I didn't mind it so much, the romance aspect of the story. I really did enjoy the build because, again, you're getting to know who Jack is. You know, Jack was considered a bastard. No one knows who his father is. So he was really an outcast of the community. Adara is the son of the chief. You know, she's next in line to lead the clan in the direction it needs to go in. And she wants to broker peace with the rival, with the rival clan. So there's a lot of tension there as well. These are two characters who have a lot they have to deal with. You know, Adara wants unity. Jack just wants a home. And while working together, you know, these are adults now. You're seeing some of that childhood resentment build up between them, but you're also seeing it fade away. You're seeing the warmth come alive between these two characters, and that's something that I really did take away from the overall storytelling, that you really do get invested in the characters, and you really do get invested in their romance and the parts that they play in the story. So, ultimately, I have to give this book four out of five stars. It was perfectly enchanting. It was a very beautiful novel. I wouldn't say it was action-packed because it wasn't. I wouldn't say it was fast-paced because it wasn't. However, I got lost in the story. You know, I was just like reading and reading. And next thing I know, I'm like almost done with it. I'm like, holy crap, I'm almost done with it. Because it's enchanting, you know. It just moved at such a fluid momentum that I was able to really get invested in who these characters were and the story. And I really want to see, I already bought it, The Endless Fire or a endless, no, a fire endless, sorry, a fire endless. I'm really excited to see how things are going to play out in the rest of the story because lots of bombs were dropped near the end, lots of twists and turns, and I am just like, what the heck? I need to see what's going on next. Um, so yeah, four out of five stars. If you want to go ahead and purchase the book, I will include links in the description of this podcast of where to purchase. And on that note, I hope you all will continue to support me 
by liking this podcast, subscribing to it, sharing it with all your book-loving friends. You can also become a supporter on Buy Me a Coffee or Anchor FM for a one-time donation of a dollar to 99 cents. Links to everything in the description. I hope you all have a wonderful day, and as always, happy reading.